0: It's time to go one-on-one with DP. Coming at you live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios, here is your host, Derek Pearson. Presented by Beatrice Bakery on 937 the Ticket and the Ticketfm.com.
1: It's always good to be good. It's better to be great. It is best to be best. Work and purpose. Have some function, some positivity to what you put into the space that you occupy. That's it. What occupies the vacuum. The, The phrasing would be... If you put good into the vacuum, it occupies the vacuum. If you put bad into the vacuum, it occupies the vacuum. If you do nothing, the vacuum will determine what occupies the vacuum. Put good into the vacuum, it is the only thing you control. Do that. Simple. I'd like the fact that we engage i like to even better that we engage positively. That's what we're going to do. Honda Lincoln Hotline. Sardar Hammond Text Line, 402-464-5685. On a Thursday, which means that we will inject something really, really good, often best. Good and getting better into the vacuum. That's what we're going to do.
0: The autumn wind is a pirate. Blustering in from sea, with a rollicking song he sweeps along, swaggering boisterously. His face is weather-beaten, he wears a hooded sash, with a silver hat about his head, and a bristling black moustache. He growls as he storms the country, a villain big and bold and the trees all shake and quiver and quake as he robs them of their gold. The autumn wind is a raider pillaging just for fun. He'll knock you round and upside down and laugh when he's conquered and won. Yes.
1: Yes. Yes. Yes, let's bring him in. Let's bring him in. The coach, yeah. the Red coach. Down. Hey man, look what Red you what, what you got on today. I got I got my
2: new ticket here. Ah. I got the ticket. Ah, yeah, that's the ticket.
1: That is the ticket, baby. Looking <laughs> good. Ticket, baby. Looking yeah. good, man. Yeah, man. looking good. We like that. We like it. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good look, man. That's a good look. Barry Thompson.
2: See you rocking the W there?
1: Yeah, you know, can't be there, but, you know, I'm bearing heart in theory. You know, spirit, I'm there. Uh, Barry Thompson joins us. And, again, uh, we want to thank uh, thank the folks from Beatrice Bakery for making this hour of sports radio happen. Uh, BT, I got to spend some time with – folks, I got to spend some time with Barry. Uh, this past weekend, and it's always good and glorious when you get to plug into some positive and some good and some thoughtfulness and uh, some smart uh, thinking about things that, are, that that affect us on day-to-day basis, especially in the sports world. Um, Barry, we were having the discussion that, and I thought it was specific to baseball, that when you have the, the conversation about the greatest of all time, that baseball is unique in that, uh, it doesn't exclude on masse people who have not won World Series championships. Right. Like it's unique to that that you can, you you will not talk ill will of Ted Williams because he didn't win a World Series in baseball. Right. you will not of all the things you can talk about Barry Bonds about winning a World Series is is the thing that seems to pop up more than anything else. Mm-hmm. So through baseball, uh, is baseball in that space? Because football is not. That's not the case. Basketball. That's not the case. If you talk basketball, yeah. the goat, to, the, the the goat, you're talking about. Immediately, you dive into the number of championships that our players want, right? Yeah. Uh I, quarterback I, play. I, right. Yeah. Same thing. Same yeah. thing applies. Quarterback play.
2: Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, I think it's kind of a recent phenomenon because when I was growing up, you know, talk about basketball is. know people would talk very highly of Oscar Robinson and Elgin Baylor and Jerry West and those were guys that didn't necessarily have championship rings at the time that they were being elevated among the greats but more recently I think actually starting my my opinion starts with Dr. J Mm -hmm. you know everybody was expecting Dr. J because he was so good to win a championship and we all got fans got caught up in that pursuit of that and then right after that You have Bird and you have Magic. And they start that. That's a different conversation, I think, that they started. Um, So I think you can talk about that large gap. You have the Celtics in basketball, that consistent level of excellence. excellence. You have a gap where you start talking about individual players. And now we're to the part where we talk only about the guys that that can put together multiple rings. But um, on the baseball and golf note, here's my thought about that. The reason that you can do that in baseball, I think more readily, is that baseball is a lot like golf in that it is an individual sport, but you're relying on the team to kind of get you over the hump to win a championship. Analogy would be, let's say golf was a team sport, and I was the greatest driver in the world. I could get the ball, no matter what the length of the hole was, within four feet of the hole, but I relied on a teammate. To get the make the putt, you would say I was probably one of the greatest golfers of all time, Mm -hmm. even though I might not win championships because the guy putting for me, you know, was out putted. For example, you know what I mean. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: And that's how, that's how baseball strikes me because of the individual matchups. You can you have a little romance with the sport. You know, following these people, and they can get to this exalted status with numbers and and so forth, even though they haven't won championships. Whereas other sports touchdowns, points scored, you know they, whatever. You know what I mean.
1: Well, we we fall into that with football, and if we said, okay, who's the goat and you know quarterback? Yeah, immediately championships become a part of the discussion. Exactly right. Right that we, we we can all sit back and say that my goodness gracious, Dan Marino was as sexy a quarterback as ever lived. Mm-hmm. Right, but he never got those chips. And it's not to say that he wasn't great, right. exceptional, elite. Yeah. He he just never won titles, right? right? And it doesn't mean, but, but he's he's being held in regard against three or four guys who who got chips. And remember, we come when we came up. Johnny Unitas was the un was it, it, he was the goat, and there was nothing you could say about
2: it. Yeah, he he was Brady. He was Brady.
1: Right? Like we we he, yeah. like if you <laughs> you. You grew up in our era. This is what this was, right? That's right. Um, So through all of that, um, and you can go through all these these, these folks and players, right? But when you talk about the greatest of all time, baseball tends to do the thing differently. Basketball, look, we know who has the most rings. Right. And people will argue down that, well, he was basic and he was doing it against lesser players. No. He did it against Wilt, he did it against Wes, he did it against yes. like he did against some yes. dudes. Right? So yes. Russell Russell in the conversation matters.
2: William Felton Russell.
1: Right. And that and that yes. Wilt Chamberlain for what he did and in, 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 in his dominance, that stuff matters. The championships matter. Yes. But, but baseball, you can have the Ted Williams conversation. You can have the Barry Bonds conversation. Yes, exactly. You can have right. the Mike Trout conversation. And the GOAT talk becomes problematic because they do not have World Series, but it's not the end of the conversation.
2: Yeah. I, I think because, like, when you talk about football and basketball, you talk about that quarterback position, you know, part of it is leadership. And not to say that Marino wasn't a good leader, but in our minds, that's the ultimate point of leadership. When you can lead a bunch of men to a championship, to me, Marino. If you think about when Charles Barkley first retired, and he had gone through a couple series uh, with, I like think he got he was kind of battling with Michael. Yeah, Phoenix, right? He was in that Marino category. Like you know, hey, he's a good player, great player, didn't win a championship. But you see, Charles as a basketball player is kind of faded, and Marino is kind of faded too. You know, you kind of remember him. Charles is is not so much. You don't remember him as being that close. Uh, you know, more of the TV thing. Um, it, it is interesting how we do this with our sports stars. So, so, say football. Like, you can go the greatest running back of all time. You know, and Barry Sanders will get mentioned. Mm-hmm. Right? But he didn't win any championships and did horribly in the playoffs. But he'll get mentioned in that breath. Uh, you talk about great defensive ends, great linebackers. You know, linebackers. Buckus will get – you know, somebody will mention Buckets if they're mm-hmm. old enough, mm-hmm. right? Yep. But you didn't win any championships. So, uh, Bill Berge was another guy, older guy, right? Mm-hmm. Great linebacker for Philly for years. Um, it's just interesting how that conversation, to me, kind of moves around. Currently, in my opinion, in those two sports, it's based solely on rings, and it obfuscates a lot of people. Like, you know, um, there's been some great defensive backs. Mm-hmm. You know, Revis played for the Jets. I was watching some tape on him the other day and something he did with his feet to keep himself vertical. And you can't teach that stuff. (laughs) It was crazy. It was literally crazy. And people would watch and say, hey, that's one of the best defensive backs of all time. Didn't win any championships. But it just kind of – football kind of goes. It's off in a dark corner with junkies
0: Do it today, and Roman will give you twenty percent off your first order. That's R O dot C O slash regrow.
1: There was there was a conversation on social media. Yeah, there was a conversation on social media with a Husker. Um, uh, Rob Zadka was talking about well, wrestling is different, right? That it's different because it's one of the few sports where. If you have a bad day in football, you can still win the game. You could have individually right. have a bad game in baseball. You know, you can go zero for five and still win the game. Wrestling right. is one of the, it's one of the, it's the only sport, which one of the few sports where if you have a bad day, <laughs> everybody know you had a bad day. Like it, th- this was the thing. And so when you talk about the greatest of all time in wrestling, right, right, right. the names that come up were the people who had that kind kind of constant great day-to-day success and then exceptional championship performance uh, success as well, right?
2: And let me add something about that wrestling. I know from personal experience. In other sports, you can have a bad day, recover, and do something at the right time, and it turns into a very good day. The um, recent uh, championship game was a a good case in point. A lot of people were putting down McCormick and saying they only scored 10 points a game. But at the crucial part of that game, McCormick had an impact on that outcome, in my view. Wrestling, if it's a bad day, it starts off bad, it rarely recovers. I'm <laughs> telling you, it bad, and it starts off bad, rarely does it. You can have reverses in that, but if it's a bad day, it rarely gets better at the end, it, you know, rarely. Uh, so, yes, uh, wrestling is a, is a really, really unique sport, having done it in high school for a year in college, and... Um, it, it it is it, it is gladiator. It's just you and somebody else, and you know you either get it done or you don't get it done. And, and there are very few sports like that.
1: Yeah, I mean, we thought about it and, and, and people talk about the individual, right? The individual performances of of said mm-hmm. people in game sports. And I just thought that baseball handles it differently. Like it's opening yeah. day of baseball, and the beauty of it is everybody has an opportunity. Um, everybody has has has. Uh, you know, you'll have five hundred plus at bats where you can yeah. adjust, right? And longevity matters in in, in, in basketball, right. football. You know, if you get three hundred carries in a season, you're not going to do that for many seasons. No,
2: but, you're not.
1: Like it's set up that way, right? For that, if you're a defensive player and you've got to make, you know, you got to make those two hundred tackles, one hundred fifty tackles. That's a lot. It is. Like yeah. that's a lot. So it wears and tear. But so let's go through. If I if I asked you, the greatest football player to ever live, mm. what would you say?
2: I'll go old school, Jim Thorpe.
1: Okay, right? No, I'm not. right, no, no, right? I, right? Like, no. right? Well, no, but I just the fact that I can see your face, right? Right.
2: <laughs> right? Like I can see your face. I was watching your face and say what? What is this?
1: What you, you know, doing? like you bumped it. Your... Well, if if but see if if you said Thorpe. I would understand yeah. why you said Thorpe because an yeah. entire league concept was built on Thor. Yeah. right? Yeah. The whole process of being able to put together teams with great players in great spaces to that region.
2: Googling, Googling like crazy right now.
1: Well, they should. Well, look, that's how you know you're, you're in a good space is that right, you're expanding right. the conversation past the basic uh, low, yeah. low hanging fruit and common, lowest common denominator that people don't understand the history of what was done through, 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 through that academy and through that school. Uh, yeah. via Jim Thorpe and simply the only Jim Thorpe that ever existed. There's not another Jim Thorpe in sports. There really is. There right? Really is. I mean, he's <laughs> – as an Olympian, yeah. as as a high schooler, as a co- collegian, as a pro, there's one Jim yeah. Thorpe. Yeah. Yep.
2: And, and I'll, tell you, I'll throw out another name that, that gets overlooked in this conversation. A lot of times, like, William Felton Russell gets missed in the basketball conversation. Is going back a ways, but Otto Graham was as a quarterback was Oof. a very, very consistent winner. Yep, and uh, he's a guy that gets lost when you're talking about that consistency. The thing that we're starting to, you know, we admire about Brady, um, you know, that 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 ability to do it over time is really a hallmark of a champion, and I think that's why we exalt him. And saying jump back and forth to baseball, you know, like Rod Carew, right, the baseball guy. Uh, we'll say we'll about go back to football, but he's a baseball guy, and Tony Gwynn, a baseball guy, but they're admired because of their consistency over a long period of time. I always think that's worth noting when somebody is able to do it again and again and again. So, Otto Graham would be another guy. Go ahead.
1: Well, in in that space, he stayed in, in, he stayed stayed where where they were. Tony Gwynn stayed where where he was. Tony Gwynn yeah. could have bounced around, right? Yeah. And we forget, like, we should be standing and applauding those players who stayed where they were. Right. Like Cal Ripken stayed where he was. Cal could have yeah. gone yeah. ring chasing. Right? right? He right. could have gone ring chasing. Uh Daryl yeah. Green could have gone ring chasing if that was a thing yeah. that he wanted to do. He decided to stay. There's some other folks from that organization that that bounced around. The thing about yeah. the Raiders that people despise and have to respect was their ability to to, to renovate, reboot, recharge. Right talented players into their own form so they could win championships for no other reason than to win.
2: To win. That's it. That's it. Yes. That, that's another organization that kind of uh, did it consistently over time. It's a, it's a, To me, it's that – one time when I was young, I had a, a big discussion. I know we're getting off the rails a little bit. We'll come back to football. But a big discussion with a, 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 a friend of mine. And I, I thought a champion was a champion. And he said, no, 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 no. A champion is somebody who can do it consistently over time. And I was, you know, I was ready to go to blows. No, you you win, you're a champion. But as you look at this thing, it's not winning a championship isn't easy, but because it's not easy to watch somebody do it or an organization be consistent with it or a player be consistent with his performance over a long period of time, they may not be the GOAT, but, man, they deserve to be in the conversation when you're, talking about great things and great players excuse me
1: <clears throat> can you be the goat without championships
2: I don't I don't think so Derek I you know the Ted Williams thing now we're bouncing back but the Ted Williams thing right he's the last guy to hit over 400 um so are you gonna say he's the greatest hitter of all time is he you know, because he's the last guy to hit over 400. I know we get excited in baseball when somebody approaches that and carries it for a while. when did it a couple times, right? Brett got close. something like that. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Um, you look at some of the pitchers have had extremely ERAs. I, I don't know. You know, the Orioles, remember when they had the four pitchers mm-hmm. that all uh, won 20 games? Mm-hmm. You know, that's not a championship thing, but that's a hallmark that people can kind of look at. The answer's no. The answer's no. <laughs> yeah, that
1: I mean, that Orioles team, the, you remember, so you had Palmer, McNally, Cuellar. Cuellar. Uh, you had Flanagan. You had Steve Stone also as a fourth and fifth 20-game mm-hmm. uh, guy who threw in mm-hmm. that space. Um, yeah, th- th- that's standard. That's standard. Yeah, uh, it, it, it's it's quality. It's it's great, but it may not be the right. greatest of all time. Like there, you can go right. to the it's Braves.
2: Like it's not the big red machine during that same period of time. You know, it's it's not them. It's not it's not bench and all those guys. Yeah, that like those had that accomplishment. Yeah, that right? it's always going to sound
1: public. Yeah, I like I, I like that thought because yeah. I mean, you think of the 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 the, the, the A's uh, from that area. Think of the Yankees. And that Terrors row that they had, uh, the Dodgers with that 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 Garvey, Russell, Lopes, uh, Say, Enfield, uh with all the arms that they the had.
2: A penguin. The penguin, Ron. Say. R- right, you
1: had the you had the Braves with their Glavin, Maddox, uh, Smoltz, yeah. Avery. Uh, starting rotation. That was
2: an outstanding quartet, right? Right. So. Yeah,
1: I mean, so you think there's greatness, there's good, there's great, uh, there's elite, and then there are the goats who are in their own space. And and
2: sometimes the problem with that is that level of excellence, just like we kind of alluded to, occurs in the shadow of a consistent winner. So when the Braves were doing that, the Yankees were doing their thing. You know what I mean? So it was great to watch him. It was excellent. It was like kind of like watching Nolan Ryan when he was with the Ra- you know Rangers. It was great to watch him pitch, but in the other half of that conference, there's the Yankees doing their thing, win- actually winning championships. So it's just not the same. Not
1: yeah. I'll ask you this question, Barry. Can you hang out for another segment?
2: A- absolutely.
1: All right, we'll throw it to break here. and we'll come back. More of Barry Thompson on one-on-one on the ticket.